Welcome to Amplify Humanity, an original podcast from Portionality Media. I am your host doing the most, Portia Williams-Gates, founder and CEO of Portionality Media, LLC. Join us as we delve into community conversations that spotlight the issues and share good news for the collective. For more Portionality Media, make sure you follow us over on social media at Portionality Media and go visit our website, www.portionality.com and make sure you subscribe to our newsletter to never miss a thing. This is the Amplify Humanity Podcast. Welcome to our sounding board. We've got a great one for y'all tonight. Of course, you know we always going to start off with It's a Vibe. You know we're going to have what's popping in pop culture. And you know we're going to have the amplifier. And I'm so hyped for today's amplifier because it's all about our theme of the month, which is community organizing. So all month long, we're going to be talking about community organizing and how you can do it, who's doing it, strategies, and all of that great stuff. So I'm not going to overwhelm you right now on this first live uh, of our April month. But just know that we will be talking about organizing all month long. And so we're really excited to do that, right? Last month was all about femme history and women's history. But this month, April, we will be talking about organizing. Okay. All right. But let's get into it with this vibe. Y'all already know what time it is. It's time for that channel message. And so I'm excited. I'm using one of our favorites here, the Secret Language of Color deck from Ina Seagal. And we will be checking in. Green, revitalize your nervous system. And on the bottom of the deck, we have Azure, which is protect yourself. So protection and also revitalizing your nervous system. Um, I don't know. Y'all are feeling stressed collectively. Collective stress. And needing to protect and up our... Ooh, needing to have some energy upgrades, needing to take some time to just really up the devotion practice, the self-care practice. Okay, maybe needing to do some of that. Um, some of this work. Ooh, I feel a read coming from myself. Maybe some of the work that we have been engaging in has been quite tasking to our body and to our nervous system and so part of the revitalization of our nervous system one you can visualize green light and literally asking you know that's green is also connected to our heart chakra so you know emotions heart space but really just also like envision like green light coming through your body also to a great way to connect to nature spring has sprung so i'm not sure what kind of climates you're living in but go outside okay go outside Fill some air, fill some earth, fill some ground, get connected, right? Revitalizing your nervous system, get connected with the earth. Go outside, go for a walk, go for a run, get grounded in your body, get grounded in earth energy. And also to meditate. You know, if you pray, if prayer is a part of your practice, pray, meditate, get your water intake up. You know, maybe you might want to lay off some of the caffeine and some of the sugars. Your nervous system is an interconnected, you know, mechanism in the cool thing known as the body, right? So a part of revitalizing that nervous system is really just getting some things under control and a part of self-mastery that we can all take in collectively. And let me tell you something, we've been some stressful times. So go ahead 
collect yourself, go for a walk, get you some good water, you know, maybe uh, just think about your diet and some of the things that you are intaking. And even whew, social media breaks. Just take some time on social media. Just get a break in, you know, maybe just take some time, maybe an hour on DND. Do not disturb and just give yourself some peace. So, and that really also goes back to protecting yourself, protecting energy. Sometimes on this, these platforms, we're just taking so much in that we just need to, you know, protect the peace, protect the self. Um, so that's the collective energy that we are in. And so that's the, it's a vibe, friends. All right. So we're actually going to bump up our What's Poppin' and Pop Culture segment, which usually comes a little later in the evening. But I'm going to bring it up a little sooner so we can spend some good time with community organizing. Excuse me, saints. <laughs> Had to sneeze real quick. But let's talk about, let's get into it. What's Poppin' and Pop Culture. Let's go. We got a podcast for y'all that we want to recommend calling Recapping with Delora and Ashley. It's called Recapping with Delora and Ashley. And so Delora and Ashley are a Daytona, Daytona, Florida-based podcast. Okay, shout out to Daytona, Florida. Shout out to all of the Floridians. Okay, and they are a podcast that literally talks about pop culture. They are the pop culture queens, okay? The pop culture queens. And so if you are interested in pop culture, their most recent episode, they are talking about Encanto. Y'all like Encanto? I love Encanto. We don't talk about Bruno. No, no, no. Right? We don't talk about Bruno. So, yeah. So go over and hit up that podcast. Recapping with Delora and Ashley, a pop culture podcast. And that's all they do is talk about pop culture. And they are two friends keep keying it up and going in. Okay? Two friends keep keying and going in. So you can check that podcast out wherever you get your podcast. Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, you name it, it's probably there recapping with Dolora and Ashley. We will leave that in the description notes of this podcast. So make sure you check it out. If you are on our newsletter, The Sounding Board, you already heard that this was part of our What's Poppin' and Pop Culture segment that we wanted to put you on. One of the things that's popping in pop culture right now. Um, of course, we all know about Encanto. And so that's why I wanted to push and make sure you all get a chance to check out that podcast as they talk about Encanto. Encanto is such a revolutionary um, movie for the fact that it talks about generations and family and stuff like that. And that's something we all need to have a conversation with, right? Family. Right. Sometimes families are problematic and Disney is not holding back on the fact that sometimes family is absolutely problematic. So shout out to Encanto. Shout out to all the Brunos of the families. Maybe somebody shunned you because of your your giftedness. Maybe somebody shunned you because of your 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 sexuality, your queerness. Maybe somebody shunned you because of your gender. Maybe somebody shunned you in the family because of whatever. Let me tell you something. We are going to talk about the Brunos in the family. OK, if there's a Bruno in the family, I'm a Bruno in the family. All the Brunos in the family, we are worthy of being talked about. And we are worthy of being uh, shared and a part of the family. So we are talking about Bruno, okay? So shout out to all my fellow lovelies and Brunos. Uh, another thing that's popping in pop culture is a new comedy special on HBO called Rothaniel, okay? So Jared Carmichael from The Carmichael Show 
had released his new comedy special called Rock Daniel, which is really, really dope. And the reason why I want to bring that up is because he actually comes out as gay. And so that is something that I think is powerful to see um, <laughs> a black comedian, uh, specifically a black male comedian coming out um, and embracing the fact that he is a gay man and and he's, I mean, he's doing so much more than that. He's talking about his relationship with his mother, his relationship with his father, family secrets, family things, and family traumas that are continuously uh, hurting the generations and how he's trying to shift the narrative in his family. And so the reason why I think that is a powerful thing, because from things like Disney's Encanto to Rothaniel, family conversations need to continue to happen. And so what's popping in pop culture Things that allow us to have conversations with the family. You know what we're not talking about? I'll tell you what we're not talking about. We're not talking about the slap heard around the world. So if you thought we was going to talk about that with pop culture, we, we, we sliding right on through that, okay? Because uh, the social media algorithms has given way, 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 way a whole lot of attention to that. And it's almost been borderline distracting from some of the actual issues that have been happening in our communities. And so we need to talk about that. And so at this point, I'm done talking about the slap that was heard around the world, if you know what I'm talking about. So at this point, we need to talk about how the amplifier. So let's get into it. It's time for the amplifier. 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 So as I mentioned, we are talking all about community organizing this month. So we want to amplify the fact y'all know i've been talking about it for weeks student loans okay <laughs> student loans let's talk about these student loans y'all so on monday all um april the 4th i almost said august 4th child april the 4th 2022 there was a march on the anniversary of mlk's assassination if y'all don't know mlk was assassinated on 4-4 um in you know 1968 you know king was assassinated and he was assassinated as he was organizing around the sanitation workers in Memphis, Tennessee. And he was getting ready. He was starting to speak out against the Vietnam War. Huh. Who are those who are speaking out against what's happening in Ukraine right now? And not just what's happening on the white supremacy level, but I'm talking about, you know, what was happening deeper with this Ukrainian invasion. Because, you know, we've talked about how people of color have been marginalized in this process. Go back to previous episodes for that conversation. But so on 4-4, uh, MLK was assassinated and he was organizing around sanitation workers. And so in the memory and legacy of that organizing tradition, uh, Tiffany Laughlin and a whole bunch of other uh, wonderful organizers, uh, Dream Defenders was there, um, uh, uh, um, Harriet, oh goodness, I'm, I'm losing the name of the organization, Harriet, we'll link it, but there were a number of people who gathered in D.C. this past week, on this week, past, past Monday, who gathered to organize around student loans, but here's the thing, they organized, but they protested and they marched, right, they had a march and they were protesting student loans. There has to also be some longer term organizing around student loans that isn't just, and I'm not undercutting or undermining the work that's been done. I'm not saying that at all. But what I'm saying is there's so much that needs to happen. Protesting is one way, you know, marching is one way, organizing is another way. You know, there are funding 
is another way. There are so many different ways that we can continue to organize and rally around issues. So they protested and they marched on Monday. And we found out yesterday, i.e. also this morning, that President Joe Biden has decided to extend the pause to August 30th, August 31st, 2022. We didn't ask for anyone to keep pausing the student loans. I'm not mad that it's paused, but what I am saying is I'm not happy that it's not canceled. We got to cancel the student loans. So the reason why we want to talk about orgasm, one of the best things, one of the things that we could do as millennials, Gen Z, even some Xers, if we decided to organize, like really, really organize and tap into some of these groups who are already doing the work of organizing, to cancel student loans. And a part of that, organized people is organized power. Organized people is organized power. One of the pinnacles and, and pillars of community organizing is understanding that you organize people, right? You organize people to exercise their democratic power. The power in the hands of the people. People is what makes community organizing so powerful. The people coming together to put pressure on the government, to put pressure on the system is what can help impact change. But this also requires strategy. It requires strategy. One of the pinnacles of, of, of community organizing is to understand that strategy has to occur. And so why, if people are gonna say, well, why are you saying that as a podcast company? Podcasting is a form of community organizing in digital space. Let me help somebody. Podcasting is a form of community organizing in digital space. There's a process called one-on-ones. What's a one-on-one? I'm so glad you asked. A one-on-one is a meeting that you have with someone to, and to gauge their interest on what it is that they feel is an impactful and an important issue in their community. You do one-on-ones with people to find out information on, and, and you use that information to strategize on how to impact and, and, and to figure out how to use tactics to, to make change. One-on-ones, okay? A one-on-one conversation. It's you directly having conversation with someone. If these one-on-ones were recorded and widely distributed, to the masses, to the airways, people can begin to hear the conversations of what people are passionate about, of what people care about. We need to be able to start having these conversations recorded with permission and to be able to distribute what are people saying on the ground. Podcasts help to collect data. So not only are you getting the information of those who you've recorded, you're also now collecting the information of those who are listening. These downloads, the interactions, these statistics that come from podcasts are a great way to digitally organize. We do this work, right? So Portionality Media, we are a podcast production house for the amplified sound of humanity, right? We are here for the collective whole sound of humanity. Part of our work that I would love for us to continue to do in partnership with some of you. Maybe if you are working with an organization, we want to continue to partner to continue the conversation in a digital world. 
organizing takes strategy and we've got to take strategy from all sides. So one-on-one conversations as podcasts is a very tangible way. So we're going to continue to keep talking about all of the different ways and all the strategies. And so part of the pillars of community organizing throughout the month. But I did want to make sure we got that out. So in addition, right, we know that Joe Biden did not cancel these loans. That is the mission, right? Or more organizing has a mission in mind. What is the goal? And what are the ways that we can continue to work toward that goal? We need we need to cancel student loans, y'all. We need to. Like, we just need to do it. It needs to get done. And it's so important. But I don't want to just stop there. I want to celebrate the fact that Chris Smalls from Staten Island, New York, successfully organized the very first labor union for Amazon. The first Amazon labor union. Chris Smalls of Staten Island, New York City, who was fired by Amazon, by the way, organized successfully a labor union. Bloop. And this took time. It took like a year for this to happen. Community organizing doesn't look for results to happen overnight because it's well thought out and it's planned. Chris Smalls did what needed to get done. Okay, he did what needed to get done and he got the people together to form the first union after he was fired. Let me tell you something about liberation. Liberation says it's not enough for me to say, oh, well, that don't impact me no more. That ain't got nothing to do with me. Liberation is wanting to see the best for everybody, right? It's about wanting to build a lasting legacy for everyone coming behind us. So when we talk about student loans, it's not just about us, right? It's not us. It's also for the future of those who are coming up behind us. That's the thing. Chris Smalls taught us the importance of get, of galvanizing and gathering the people together for the future of those who will work for Amazon. Can you believe people are not getting bathroom breaks? People are not getting adequate days off. People are working long hours in these warehouses. And yet Jeff Bozos, Bezos is over here the second richest person in the entire world behind Elon Musk. Bro, out here taking trips to space, getting ready to buy a planet or whatever out here. You, I mean, billions of dollars. I mean, three digit billions. Okay, first of all, we talk about billionaires. Oprah Winfrey, Riri, Jay-Z, Kanye, Yee, yay, what's his new name? Yay, yeah, yeah, yay, Kanye, yay. So all of them are single digit billionaires. You talk, I'm talking triple. Jeff Bezos is a triple digit billionaire. Bro, the money that this dude has and these people are working in these kinds of conditions. Are you serious? Let me tell you something. Amazon built its company on the backs of cheap labor. And it has literally hurt, harmed people. 
and has fired people when it has said that they're not of worth and value. And Chris Moll was like, not on my watch. Don't believe me, just watch. And that's the thing. Holding leadership accountable is why community organizing is so important. To organize labor unions, to protect the work and the labor of people. It puts humanity first. Put people first. Not money, not the corporation, not the systemics. People. People first. And so I'm excited to continue this conversation of community organizing all month long. Now, mind you, I won't be going live next week because it's Holy Week. And y'all know my day job is a pastor. So y'all know your girl got to show up to the church. But let me tell you about my work with the church. I'm a part of organizing, right? I, I'm an organizer. I um, am a part of now, I'm a part of EBC, East, East Brooklyn Congregations, which is a part of Metro IAF, which is an affiliate of Metro IAF. IAF is the, um, is, is the larger. Um, and I was a part of Connect when I was living in Connecticut. I was a part of Connect, which is Congregations Organizing for a New Connecticut, which is also part of IAF. And then when I was living in New Jersey, I was actively involved with the New Jersey Institute of Social Justice. And a part of my work, my work in Connecticut was around um, expungement of records for people who have, um, who went to jail for petty crimes, like, like misdemeanors, y'all. Like people went to jail for weed. That's what I'm saying. Like misdemeanors, like small things. Part of my organizing in New Jersey was around youth incarceration um and a youth prison was shut down and also reallocating the funds that were being used for to building youth prisons to be redistributed into the community for youth programming and for care for when children and youth are released from detention and a part of my work now here in Brooklyn is with affordable housing and with transportation and so that is a part of my work as a pastor Right. In addition to like weddings and funerals and preaching and all the tips, serious, difficult things that you think a pastor does. Right. It's also being an active part of the community. And so um, one of the organizers that had asked me, you know, Pastor Portia, what is one of the things that you're most passionate about? And I was like student loans and the care of black girls. I care a lot about black girls. Um, so the care of black women and black mothers and girls and student loans are very, very important things um, that are dear to my heart. Now, I have a ton of other things um, that are dear to my heart. But what's heavily high on my agenda as a pastor and as a minister right now is student loans and women and girls, in addition to my work with affordable housing and transportation. And so um, recently I was really, really excited the MTA here in New York has moved on an initiative and that is to put elevators more and better working elevators in subway systems because people don't have adequate uh, access to, to elevators in New York. And so I was really, really proud to have organized with a collective over a thousand people to attend and to address people like Chuck Schumer Senator, like majority senator, Chuck Schumer, and other officials in New York. What I'm saying is when we organize together, what could we do? And so 
I'm saying here we are, an opportunity in the digital space to use podcasting as a way to also organize. We can organize around this country. We can organize around this nation, around student loans, around any other things. You can use a podcast. You can use digital media and technology as a way to organize in addition to meeting up in person and getting together in person in our local spaces. So all month long, we'll be having this conversation. And so I look forward for you to joining us in the process and how we can stay connected. That's our show, y'all. Thank you so much for listening to the Amplify Humanity podcast. For more Amplify Humanity of all things with Portionality Media, make sure you go over to our website, www.portionality.com. You can also follow us over at Portionality Media on all your social platforms. Find us on Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, LinkedIn, and more. Make sure you subscribe to our newsletter, The Sounding Board, to never miss an update. Y'all catching the trend? I'm so serious, y'all. Never miss an update. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to your podcast so that you can always, what? Never miss an update. Take care and see you next time, y'all.